Exciting adventure with desks and day jobs! You, you may have noticed uh, that it's me, everybody. Spencer, your usual uncomfortable uh, half-elf wizard IT person, rather than the dulcet tones of Mr. Homer Thompson, our DM. Uh, that's because we're doing a special holiday episode where we're doing a gift exchange, and so I'm going to be DMing this episode. Oh, I, was, I was hoping you were going to say I was, in the, I was in the hospital or something. Hope <laughs> but I'm right here. I'm next to him. He, he was in the hospital, though, getting I his coolness enlarged. <laughs> yeah, my coolness. I don't know. Uh, it's it's new... my lungs, folks. It's yeah. like, I'm very sure. He needs, a, he needs bigger lungs. Uh, cool. So... Every year, Stuart... So I can smoke more that way. <laughs> Every year, Hobart uh, gives into his, uh, his half-elf side and gets really into Christmas. And so uh, this year, he wanted to put together another gift exchange, and he uh, reached out to a bunch of the employees of NPC Inc. and uh, a couple other special guests as well who just kind of decided to tag along. So uh, this year, we have a whole bunch of people playing with us. Let's go around the table and introduce ourselves and who we're playing. Hi, I'm Elsie Howe, and I'm playing Rainforest Fernandez. Woo! Yay! Yay. Yay. That's right. A player character this time. Yay! Ghost. Hi, I'm Liz Getty, and I'm playing Agnes Holman. And as always, she's super cool. Oh, hello, I'm Alex Burkowski. Uh, I'll be playing Stark Kowalski. Welcome back, buddy. Stark! Yeah. Glad to have you home. Stark! 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 Kowalski. And uh, I'm a special guest just for this episode, Brandon Kirkman, playing <laughs> Matthias Maxwell. Famous cat person, sorcerer, hey. and natural one of a person. You know you're on all the other episodes, right? Yeah. Oh, oh. We've been recording this? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. That's a disaster. Uh, I'm Eric. Uh, Eric Morrison. Um, I always say my name like James Bond, apparently. Uh, uh, I'm playing Stuart Skellington, uh, the lich bartender at the Bone Zone. Ew, yeah. Uh, and I'm Wood. I'm playing Brube T. Camry. Um... And she's ready for fun! (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. Uh, And I'm Hobart Thompson. And uh, do you want me to say all the things I'm playing? Uh, yeah. Okay, I, I, I am playing Hope Shade Tree, uh, my character. Uh, and in addition, the NPCs, Gerby Richardson, the newest member of the 
Watch out, Star Gerby's coming. And and Luke Goodboy, Hobes. Usually lame, uh, a personal assistant. Aww. But he's such a good boy. Yeah. He's trying his best, folks! <laughs> uh, awesome. So that's everyone who's playing. I, of course, am playing uh, Stuart D. Beacon. Um, and uh, so let's go ahead and jump right in. Oh, yes. Uh, so to, to the episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, to this pool. Um, <laughs> was splash. Splash, splash. So uh, you guys all received an email invite to participate in the gift exchange and you all decided to uh, be part of it. So on this particular day, uh, you come into the office and uh, at, at, you all like receive a notification in your email just saying, meet in the break room now. And you all <laughs> and you guys all head over there. And uh, when you get to the break room, it's just, it's beautiful. There are uh, garlands and streamers everywhere that are red and green. There are uh, uh, paper snowflakes hanging from the ceiling. There are lights all around. And uh, there is like smooth holiday jazz playing. Can, can I add a, a little bit of flavor? Please. Uh, the uh, the int uh, security guard, uh, Irvin Neanderpath, is standing is, in the is, corner. He's sleeping in a chair, and you guys have hung lights around him. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. Um, cool. And then, so each of you also then went and placed the gift that you brought on like a big table in the middle. No one saw anyone else uh, drop off their gift, so no one knows whose gift is whose. Uh, and so then we're all hanging out, we're all drinking, having a fun time, and then, uh, then Stuart goes, GIFT EXCHANGE! And he just screams it at you all, and he's just so excited. <laughs> um, and so then you all sit down, and now let's go ahead and roll for initiative, shall we? Rise just by the joke to roll for initiative. Ooh, no. Agnes. And then... Luke. Kirby, 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 He's he's wearing his like long uh, he's got like the French jacket it's yeah. like all like bedazzled <laughs> and he sits down at the piano and begins to play Kirby's Christmas song Aww. insert here <laughs> oh man and who's that at the door David Bowie <laughs> <laughs> he's alive in this universe <laughs> our Gift exchange works. So I have the order here. Going first is going to be Agnes. And uh, so the rules are that each gift can only be taken three times, including the first time it's picked up. When a gift is first picked up, it has to be unwrapped and described to everyone else. Uh, on your turn, you can either take someone's open gift or you can decide to pick a new one. 
If your gift is taken, then you get to pick a new gift. Ooh. Uh, and you can either you can either pick from the pile or you can take someone else's gift as well. Ooh. Remember though that each Ooh. gift can only be taken a total of three times. So once a third person has touched it, it's locked in. It's yours forever. Cool. Nice. Uh, cool. Uh, so let's go ahead and jump right into uh, the gift exchange. Let me explain the gifts that we have out here and sh- and tell you what they all look like. So, uh, one of them is uh, one of them is just wrapped in a paper bag. Oh, ho, 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 ho. All right, cool. So uh, we'll start off with Hope because you know he's a classic. Yeah, uh, that's me. So, uh, <laughs> so last year, you know, Hope brought uh, homebrewed beer. Uh-huh. Uh, it did not was not well received. Did we make the joke on the podcast that it was Hope brewed? Yes. Okay, good. I hope so. If not, if shame not, on us. Yeah, we really we missed know, out. We'll, we'll hit that harder this time. <laughs> uh, and uh, so, yeah, so, uh, you know, Hope continues to not be a beer drinker, but he continues to like the act of brewing beer. Uh, <laughs> and he's gotten uh, Joni into it, too. And now they brew beer together. Good. Uh, and so they have prepared a six-pack of a beer that they call Hoffman Brow. Okay, six-pack of Hoffman Brow. Mm-hmm. Um, Cool. How would you describe the beer? Because I know last time he tried to make beer that imitated the flavor of gin. Yes. This year, because uh, you know, as you know, Joni and Hope have a strong affinity for smoking weed. Mm. Uh, and Joni, of course, runs a, uh, a legal marijuana farm, which is the source of a lot of his money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so uh, they wanted to make a beer that was a reflective of smoking a joint. Reflective. So it has a little bit of smokiness to it and a little bit of uh, uh, high hops to give it that kind of weedy taste that some hot, uh, strong IPAs have. Uh, and uh, there might even be a little bit of weed in it. You know, my dad uh, was a, was brewing beer for a little bit, and he put a little bit of weed in his beer, too. Huh, did it work? Uh, it tasted terrible. Oh, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> it, it tasted like skunk beer. Well, let's hope, let's see what finds out with this one. I mean, last year, it did not turn out well for the beer roll, so. Uh, so, it's reflective of smokiness. It has high hops in it. Yeah. And it might have some weed in it. Yeah. And like most homebrewed IPAs, there is no way to know how strong this shit might be. But odds are, it's like probably way stronger than a normal beer. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Um, Unintentionally. <laughs> great. Let's go ahead and roll to see how good your beer is. Okay. Oh, and, and also I should mention that of course Rainforest did the labels again. Oh, uh, what are the labels? For uh, this one? this year it's it's a, a busty centaur woman wielding a uh, a, a giant like. Uh, uh, you know, that sort of like flail maces, like Morningstar things. Oh, Morningstar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like whipping around her head, not in a way in a way that kind of is invocative of a lasso. <laughs> God. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, All here right, we go. Let's see how good it is. Uh, do I get any add-ons? This is a straight roll. Just a straight roll. Oh, maybe. yeah. Uh, hey, all right. It's a nine. <laughs> That's an okay gift. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so it is a nine, which means it's okay. It's yeah. not, it's, uh, which I would assume. He has improved. <laughs> it's, he's improved. It's still not a very good beer. Yeah. So I'm going to say that probably the, it might have weed in it. The, the weed isn't going to affect the beer. It's just going to affect the taste. A little okay, bit. cool. Excellent. <laughs> uh, and, uh, I, we had dis- we discussed this earlier, but I, I'm trying to have these conversations like we haven't already had them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this has uh, an extra rule to it. Uh, Hope's going to be president of the party, but of course, Johnny Hoffman wouldn't show up to this fucking thing. Mm. Uh, and, uh, but he is very interested to know how they like the beer. And so he will, uh, be FaceTiming, uh, with Hope when they open the beer and he insists that the recipient take a drink in front of him. 
awesome. Yeah. Uh, to see how good it is. Awesome. Mm-hmm. How they like it. And uh, how are you wrapping or presenting this? He learned his lesson from last year. And so this time it is... Last year you just put the six pack on the table and just wrote Hobe on it. You wrote your own name. Yes. (laughs) This year he's learned. He understands a little better. So this year he has put it inside like a a recycled brown paper bag like from like a grocery store and stapled the top of it shut so you can't truly see that it's beer inside. Uh, And then... uh, But... In uh, typical Hope fashion, he couldn't help himself, and he wrote uh, three giant X's on the side of it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's in a... He a, couldn't help but not give a hint. <laughs> it's in a big brown uh, recycle, uh, recycled paper bag Yeah. Uh, that is stapled shut with three big X's on the cro- uh, across it. To, it's moonshine. <laughs> sure. <laughs> the illusion of moonshine. Uh, awesome. <laughs> there is a beige tarp. Covered in stickers. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, everybody. We are here with uh, Maiden, who plays Broob. And uh, what are you bringing this time around? Um, okay, so this time, Broob, she, she has been preparing for a long time. Mm-hmm. She has constructed a small sculpture of the main group of friends out of um, about t- t- uh, 200 mundane items, which means that she took like an item a day out of Gorge's bill for at least 200 days. More than that, because the group did change, so she had to start over. <laughs> um, it's like a trophy Orlando on a wall in her house. <laughs> yeah, she just has that for her now. Um... But yeah, so, uh, uh, it's it's just like the the four of us then. It's like Maxwell, Stewart, mm-hmm. Agnes, and Broob. So if someone else, it? oh, and Hope, and Hope, yes. Um, because so, then yeah, that's anyone else who might get the gift would be like, okay, uh, yeah, interesting. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think they'd love it. Gerby's <laughs> <laughs> like my friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's made out of like stapler and then and like old balloons and individual post-its and just and it's it's wrapped in the most mundane object of all which is a very average tarp (laughs) Uh, what color tarp um let's say beige Beige tarp that's very mundane army surplus store (laughs) yeah but it's but it's covered in stickers Okay. Oh. Oh. Hell yeah, that rules. <laughs> uh, sticker theme? Uh, sticker theme is... Mm, uh, like, you got good grades in your class stickers. Like, you're a star. <laughs> um, a plus. A plus. You go. Yeah. You go, kid. <laughs> Stuff like that. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, perfect. Let's go ahead and roll a, a die to see how good your gift is. Oh my god. Okay. Fifteen! Fifteen? It's that a very that... good homemade sculpture. <laughs> uh, it is a very good homemade sculpture. <laughs> for a, yeah, for a homemade gift, that's like a super high end. <laughs> uh, yeah, so whoever gets this will like this. Wow, that's bizarre. <laughs> there is a garment box wrapped in butcher's paper and twine. Ooh, classic. 
All right, and now we are joined by Alex Borkowski, who is playing everyone's favorite character, Stark Kowalski. Yeah, I gotta, uh, I gotta get back in the voice. It's it, it, it's kind of like this, right? It's, <laughs> yeah. Is it? Stark? I realize the other day I do your, I do the Stark voice differently. I do like super enthusiastic dad voice. I'm like, hello, Stark Kowalski. Uh, that is really nice. I can, I, I can try to do that. <laughs> no, I no, no. I like the, the two faces of Stark. Yeah. Maybe Stark always the five up... faces of Stark. <laughs> yeah. He, he always so takes up smoking again during the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> it's just too stressful for him. <laughs> Alright, alright. Uh, uh, so, what did Stark bring this time around? So, do you want me to do and, that? And let's also remind everyone, Stark is a natural 20 of a person. That's true, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, he brings a natural 20 of a gift. Mm-hmm. And last year, uh, the gift was a homemade meal by him and his wife, Marianne Kowalski. Oh, yeah. And you got to go over there, have a four-course meal, because they're both Michelin star chefs. Unreal to think about. <laughs> <laughs> and it would add to your constitution mm-hmm. uh, indefinitely. Permanently, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what did Stark bring this time? So, this is so crazy because Stark and his wife have actually, um, they bought, they bought a sheep farm. They've been raising sheep and, uh, because they have all this extra wool, uh, Stark has actually taken up knitting. So, Stark has knitted a really warm sweater. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) This sweater is clearly homemade. It is hand-dyed wool in alternating horizontal bands of red and dark brown. And a yellow star sits in the center. So it has two aspects to it. Uh, it is really cozy and provides plus two AC and a plus one proficiency bonus to uh, saving throws. However, it is also really warm. So you get a disadvantage imposed on perception checks taken indoors during the winter and all perception checks in the summer, as the sweater is very warm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hell yeah, I love that. <laughs> uh, and it is, it is uh, stored in a garment box, so flat and sort of rectac- rectangular. Uh, it is wrapped in butcher's paper and secured with, and with twine. Oh, God, it's so goddamn rustic. It is really rustic. <laughs> LL Starp Bean. <laughs> yeah. God, that's so sweet. He is such a sweetheart. I know. Him and his perfect wife. And they hand-dyed all this wool themselves, too, didn't they? Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, it's just cool. something to do together, you know? The kids yeah. are out of the house. Like... <laughs> God. They're, they're all, all of Starp's kids are astronauts. <laughs> I, I was, was going to say, this means that Starp has children, and I want to desperately meet one of them. Hey, <laughs> yeah, you never know. I'll keep it in mind. Somehow each one of them is independently, independently a billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out that Starp's actually just uh, Jody Hoffman's dad. <laughs> <laughs> There is a plastic bag from Rod's Rewind Rotunda. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right, we are here with Brandon Kirkman, who plays Matthias Maxwell. Hi, and... it's me, Brandon. <laughs> oh! <laughs> and... <laughs> the first time you've ever done a character voice. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> and what did you bring this time around? Uh, I'm very excited. So, uh, Maxwell Matthias... I put it the other way around. Um, like in the phone book. Yeah, in the phone book. He, uh, I want to play to his anime love in nature. And sure. something that you'd only do is a super nerdy and terrible person. Uh, the natural one of a person he is. He found a entire collection of Tenshi Muyo, or no, no, there's no need for Tenshi. Uh, a very great anime from the 90s. At, uh, at a Rod's Rewind Rotunda. And he bought it for the Christmas party, um, but he also left it in the bag. It came from Rod's Rewind Rotunda. It's just wrapped up in that right now. So, uh, how many? This is a VHS box set. <laughs> it's right? a VHS box. Yeah, we set. described the image you just showed us. That is yeah, it's a terrifying. <laughs> image. Uh, it's in the terrible <laughs> anime uh, VHS box packaging. If anybody used to go to Suncoast back in the two th- early two thousands, late nineties, 
It's one, <laughs> Only two, Suncoast like customers ten. from the yeah. early 90s one, will two, understand. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten beach. <laughs> so it's like it's like roughly like 20 pounds oh, of yeah. VHS. Oh, it's huge. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? The value's definitely gone down, and on uh, eBay, it's like $25 to get it. So I'm like, this this all checks out. Uh, cool. So it's 10 VHS copies of... I'm just going to say an anime. An anime. Hey, Tenchimoyo, <clears throat> listen, change the landscape of animes in the mid-90s. And, and I was going it to say, can you, can you tell me what it is? Like a one-sentence synopsis. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. There is a magical high school boy that uh, has a space father, and there's all these chicks that are really into him for some reason, and it's terribly written, and it's bad. <laughs> Awesome. This is just Guardians of the Galaxy. Right? <laughs> you know, actually, actually, you know what? It's not too far off from that. Because um, he does find out he has like a secret space father and all that. And okay. you know what? They fucking James Gunn stole this. <laughs> and you said that it's still wrapped in the plastic bag from Rod's Rewind Rotunda? Yes, it is. Okay, great. Uh, would you go ahead and roll to see how good of a gift this oh is? Oh my god, if this is a 20, this is going to break reality. <laughs> <laughs> Someone just has to look at it and be like, Oh my god! <laughs> That is a natural twenty. That what is, is going on? Um, oh, oh, wow. Uh, so this is an astounding gift. Whoever gets this gift is just going to be so unbelievably pleased by this. This is going to be like they go online. Maybe they hate anime and it's such a shitty gift, but they look online. It's like the first like I don't know copy of it <laughs> signed by Doctor <laughs> Tenji himself, <laughs> <laughs> worth thousands of dollars or something like. I that. I was gonna say maybe one of the uh, guys I play is going to snag it and uh, uh, just immediately like it's tears stream from their eyes as they remember watching <laughs> this it. This was my show. <laughs> yeah, I love this show. Uh, I was gonna say with a natural twenty, this might give some kind of. Boost, maybe? Uh, 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 um... The confidence Maxwell will exude is astounding. Uh, I, I feel like maybe it's a, a non-game-changing boost. Maybe it's just, like, someone suddenly gets Maxwell. Oh, someone just has a closer Someone, someone really yeah. gets Maxwell now. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll say this here. My goal of this campaign is to make him from a natural one of a person to a two of a person. <laughs> so that when you roll, it's a failure, but not a, a critical failure. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, that's, that's, a, 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 that's a, the sweetest a, thing I've ever heard. Sweet low bar. Yeah. <laughs> well, sweet uh, this truly is a Christmas miracle. It is. Oh, it is. There is a burlap <laughs> sack with a money sign spray painted on it. <laughs> that's all money. <laughs> All right, we are now here with Liz Getty, who plays oh, Agnes Hellman. No. What did you bring this year? I brought a giant jar of homemade barbecue sauce. Oh, awesome. Yeah. A giant jar of homemade barbecue sauce. Mm-hmm. It is called mm-hmm. The Devil's Pig Roast. Oh. And it is a maple bacon barbecue sauce. Oh. With a secret ingredient of super, super hot, spicy pep pepper. Awesome. <laughs> so it's very sweet and tasty and then kicks your little butt. So it's got a, it, it has a first flavor of sweetness and, and then it has a real good kick at the end of yes. it. Yeah. Slap you down. Oh, let's see how good it is. Yeah, let's see how good of a job you did making it. Oh. <laughs> so you rolled a three, which makes this a bad gift. Aww. Um, so uh, I think that uh, kind of what that's saying is that it's way too sweet at the beginning, 
And then way too spicy at the end. I like it. Yeah, I was like, maybe, maybe Agnes has a bit of a stronger stomach for spicy food than yeah. anyone else. So it's like sickeningly sweet at the very beginning, and then so spicy you'll make them cry yeah. at the end of it. Uh, cool. And so how are you presenting this gift? How is it wrapped up? I wrapped it in a burlap sack with a spray-painted money sign on it, and it's stuffed with hay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Burlap sack, spray paint and money sign, and it's filled with hay and the bottle. Yeah. Um, awesome. Uh, that's it for you? That's it? Yeah. Thank you. Uh, no kisses? You can kiss a little bit. Okay. I'll mute the podcast device. <laughs> there is a little box with Bat Goblin wrapping paper. And if you don't know who Bat Goblin is, he is a goblin superhero that dresses like a bat. You can just say superhero. So this, I feel like, requires just a... I, I won't do any spoilers because we haven't gotten to our new arc yet. Uh, but Gerby, uh, the goblin uh, intern from the sales department, has enthusiastically joined the special projects division and is now, uh, when we start our next campaign, he's going to have gotten a bump up in his career. He is now a personal assistant to the special projects division. Oh, dang. Uh, so, uh, in particular, Agnes. Yeah. Has a strong affinity for it. Um, uh, and uh, so he got to uh, do a actual class, and so he is now a, uh, a goblin monk, is how his character is based on. I dig that. Uh, and uh, you are going to learn a little bit about Gerby's personality, and that <laughs> Gerby is, uh, definitely has some very uh, uh, strange quirks, and one that he uh, loves gossip. He loves kung fu movies, and he's a big fantasy novel reader. Uh, and so his gift <laughs> is going building to... building all these characters around yourself. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, We are all a little bit Gerby, I feel like. Uh, that's the, the, the moral of the podcast. Uh, so Gerby brought uh, a, a special gift that he picked up at a probably like a, like a you know, one of those mall stores that sells a lot of fantasy shit. Yeah. Uh, and it is a, uh, a, <laughs> a letter opener in the shape of a shuriken. God. Uh, a letter opener in the shape of a shuriken. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, we can go ahead and uh, roll to uh, 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 choose how good of a gift this is, but this is actually a magic item. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what do you want to do with that? Do you want me to make a roll? Um, I'm trying to decide because it's a good gift. Yeah. Uh, it's a magic item, so they wouldn't be... I think I think we'll roll to see how weirded out by Gerby they are. Sure. Oh, oh, how about this? I'll tell you what the kind of. Uh, all right. So, uh, do you want me to describe what the thing is first? Yeah. Uh, so what this is? This is a magic item that Gerby is going to gift to whoever takes it, uh, and it is called uh, the Edge Lord, uh, and it is <laughs> a uh, particularly dorky, like uh, uh, kind of kung fu inspired, like cast iron steel letter opener in the shape of a shuriken, but it is so deadly sharp. That uh, if you use it correctly, uh, depending on certain roles, you can say open letters or cut paper with it uh, in a in a way that is unperceivable to the person it was supposed to go to. So you can open a letter and read it, and no one would ever know that you opened. Gotcha. It. So you can open it up, you can read the letter, and then you can seal it back, yeah, and they won't be able so, to. So yeah, it's such a good cutter, uh, and uh, it also can disable traps in say uh, trapped uh, envelopes. You know, something with bad information, keep you from being shocked by it, something like that. Uh, but it is, uh, it's dorky. And uh, so by using it, you have to pass a certain roll or you'll immediately start taking uh, embarrassment damage as long as you hold it. God. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this can 
open letters and papers so that way people don't know that you've opened it. Mm-hmm. It can also disable traps that are letter or paper based. Mm-hmm. Um, but if people see you using it and you don't roll the proper thing, it will cause you embarrassment. Yeah, damage it's, it's a pretty so high dirty. roll. You pretty, but it's like it's a small amount of damage. It's not bad. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, let's just uh, let's roll if this. Oh, oh. Then so once Gerby unveils it, he's going to attempt to throw it at a door frame in the office. <laughs> so that's gonna be the. <laughs> Uh, yeah, let's roll to see how uh, weirded out by everyone Gerby is. Okay, okay. Uh, we're going to call this a... Oh, do you think it should be a performance roll? Uh, y- yeah. Okay, okay. So in any case, uh, it- it's an 11. It's an 11? Yeah. Uh, cool. So... <laughs> it That's is, about right. <laughs> it is a nice gift. Okay. Now, it, I think people might be a little bit weirded out, but I think that they'll overall be like, oh, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> How is Gerby presenting the shuriken? Oh, it's a uh, it's wrapped in um it's right in a little box. Okay. Like uh you know like a little box like with like kind of like a foam insert kind of like so you could display it on your I guess desk even though who would possibly do that? Uh and it's wrapped in uh it's wrapped in a uh, wrapping paper that uh, has a uh, uh, a a popular uh, uh uh goblin superhero on it. So uh, uh bat goblin. Uh there is a recycled brown paper bag. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are now joined by Elsie Howe, who is going to be playing Rainforest Fernandez. Hey, welcome, Elsie. Hello. First first time with the cast. First time. Uh, so you're replaying, uh, you play uh, Rainforest Fernandez, uh, girlfriend of Ho, bartender extraordinaire, uh, environmental activist, and we're very excited to have you here. I'm excited to be here. Um, I'm also an environmental activist, but I'm not a bartender. Um... (laughs) Am I talking as myself right now, or maybe? <laughs> <laughs> kind of both, really. Yeah, I, it's, I don't know which one to yeah, shoot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, what did Rainforest bring? Um, Rainforest brought a, um, a piece of paper with a URL on it that has <laughs> uh, that has a free ebook about blogging, which is when you go for a jog and pick up litter at the same time. It's a real thing. Um, and it's kind of something that me and Hobart are doing together because he really likes long walks and I like the environment. Um, so yeah, we want to get other people into it. And what is it called? Um, plogging. P L O G. Plogging. It started in the Netherlands, I think, or Netherlands. Of course, it did. Um, and yeah, I I'm really into the environment, and one of the biggest things is reduce. It's reduce first. Um, so that's why I'm not giving a physical actual object plug, this year. Yeah. yeah, I I wrote it down on a paper bag that I accidentally got. Um, <laughs> You're trying to be like zero. That's, that's, yeah. Hope's gift also incorporates a bag that he got. Are you guys doing okay? No, we, yeah, yeah, we're <laughs> the weirdest thing is like the uh, I don't know if we've like talked about this like very much in the podcast, but like Hope and Rainforest are rich now. Like, yeah. he's the vice president of the company. <laughs> so he, like, they, they have more money than they know what to do with, and yet they continue to live their exact same life. God, yeah. that's the dream. Wow. Uh, cool, so go ahead and take the die, and we'll see how good your gift is. Okay, big money, big money, big money. No okay, that is a four, which <laughs> makes that a bad gift. No! It doesn't matter, these goons, they don't understand us. <laughs> 
Like, I love them to death, but they do not get the cause. Um, so they are not, whoever gets it is not going to particularly enjoy getting this gift. Oh, shit? Okay. Um, and they're going to have to roll to see if they can, uh, if they can convince you that they like it. Okay. <laughs> um, awesome. And you said it was just in a paper bag, right? Yeah. Awesome. That, so it's a piece it's of a paper. It's a piece of paper inside of a paper bag. Yeah. <laughs> There is black stiff foil with gaffer's tape. <laughs> All right, we are here with Eric Morrison, who Hello. is going to be playing Stuart Skellington, who mm-hmm. you guys might know as the bartender at the Bone Zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Welcome back, buddy. Uh, Eric Thank also you. plays Al Buchanan in our uh, 1960s uh, mm-hmm. uh, side episodes. Quest. I want to say quest, but they're not really. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be hearing from him again soon. Oh, <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> uh, so uh, welcome back, dude. Yeah, so you're going to be playing Stuart, uh, the uh, the lich bartender of uh, the Bone Zone. Up, uh, and uh, he is... Uh, yeah. he, per- oh, man, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he uh, uh, He's here because, uh, uh, you know, I think uh, if if you're familiar with the lore of the character, he's an ex-rock star whose band was all killed in the fiery crash. Yes, he now exactly. runs this bar that has sort of a light, like kind of like a heavy metal theme to it because he has a, has a deep abiding love for all things heavy. Uh, Did you and, almost say a light heavy metal theme? Yeah. Uh, then I remember <laughs> it's a fucking heavy so, ass. So it's a medium metal yeah, theme. Yeah, there's, there's one Black Sabbath poster up in the bathroom and that's all they got. <laughs> um, uh, but anyway, uh, he's uh, he's here because I think both uh, uh, Rainforest and Hope kind of realized that he probably gets a little lonely on the holidays. He's like, oh. A lot of people Aww. in his life, uh, so they invited him to the party because oh, you so know nice. he's kind of a part of their work crew. He does yeah, the happy he's hour. He's for his good friends. So yeah, yeah. yeah, boss yeah, technically, boss. but yeah. <laughs> but he's he's the chillest boss one could ask for. Yeah, uh, cool. And uh, Stuart, what did you bring this time around? Uh, I brought. Uh, oh wait, shit! Should I do this in character? Uh, do whatever you want to, man. I'm not gonna stop you. You just ask using using the character's name. Uh, okay, so. Um, I'm not because I'm I'm probably gonna get too excited to say in character while I'm talking about this. <laughs> uh, so uh, I brought uh, a copy of the Portal of Time, uh, which is the fantasy novel that inspired uh, Bonehouse's first album. Uh, so it's this like really old uh, like fantasy novel from like the '70s that uh, that Stuart was obsessed with. Uh, when he was a teenager, and then, like, all the sort of sick fantasy stuff with, like, skeletons and whatever uh, inspired all the content of the lyrics that he eventually wrote for his band. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, uh, he uh, he's had, I mean, he has a few copies <laughs> lying around, uh, but he, uh, he grabbed one of his uh, most prized copies uh, to bring, and he uh, wrapped it. Uh, in a black wrap, which is this like uh, stiff black foil that they use in like stage lighting yep. uh, to like black out like the size of lights and stuff, and also to like weatherproof things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so it's it's like real like roadie shit, and then he <laughs> he like sealed it with like gaffer's tape. <laughs> so uh, so it, it's like all black. Uh, it looks and, like a brick of like cocaine. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and it's um. Yeah, it's it's like actually wrapped in metal, <laughs> With, like like it is it is actually like How a heavy stiff would you metal. Say it is. It's very heavy. <laughs> <laughs> the the gauge of this foil is heavy. <laughs> uh, and uh, you you base this book off something in the game, correct? 
yeah, yeah. So, so this is an actual like D and D item, uh, which is the uh, Tome of Vile Darkness, which is so cool. Uh, so, <laughs> so in in D and D, this is like a book containing every scrap of evil that has ever existed in the world. Uh, and essentially every, like, powerful evil being has had this book at some point, uh... It's like a yearbook that they, like, pass around. Right, exactly. So, and essentially, like, while there is any evil in the world, the book cannot be destroyed, and it, like, reforms somewhere, uh, and then it just is one of the most powerful evil artifacts, like, in the world. Yeah, I was reading about it, and it says that life cannot exist around it. Right. So if you, like, place it near something... All life will wither and die, and, if and you, even if you put it like on a stone block, it'll this, crumble. Yeah, the stone block will eventually crumble. Yeah, uh, it's it's like so. Really we're giving bitching. this to one of our characters. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I did, like... Don't know why, but Hope got cancer and died. <laughs> Great uh, gift, though, man. Uh, I, so, um, I kind of wanted to go for something that was, like, unintentionally menacing, I think mm-hmm. is how you put it, Hope. Uh, uh, so, like, something where Stuart, like, loves this, and it's, like, one of his favorite things, but to literally anyone else, it would be, like, a little scary. Yeah, I, I, I envision the character as, uh, Stuart's supposed to be the only friendly lich. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And even that is a little tenuous. Yeah, it's still, it's still pretty freaky. Yeah, um, cool. So, you also, uh, so let's go ahead and roll to see how good it is. Yeah. Because you created a stat block sheet for this book, and depending on the roll, it gains certain effects. Correct, yes. So let's go ahead and roll the dice to see uh, what see, effects it let's has. Let's see what we and got. And we can explain what, what we got. I'm so excited for what it's going to be. Right <laughs> Regardless down. of what it is. Okay. Alright. <laughs> That's a oh. 17. Yes! Alright, good. Okay, cool. Oh, perfect. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so this is, I think, actually my favorite, my favorite version. So uh, this is a signed first edition of the Portal of Time. It still has the dust jacket on. Uh, so, uh, you can read aloud once a day from the book and blow everyone's mind with the tales of evil deeds contained within. Uh, it also blows your own mind. Uh, everyone in earshot, including yourself, must make a DC 15 wisdom save or take 1d6 psychic damage. Cool. Um, so, uh, the, uh, the way I, I worked this out is that it also has, like, the effects of the lower rolls, too, uh, but you can only use one a day of any of the effects. So, there's also, um... Uh, a an effect uh, called Brutal Imagery, uh, which allows you to cast a Dominate Monster spell. Uh, so it's it's the like illustrated plates uh, in the book uh, are, are are like so heavy and so metal uh, that just describing them causes like an evil monster to come under your uh, thrall. Um, and then uh, you can also once a day again. This is sort of like you have to choose one. Gain plus two on any intelligence check to recall knowledge of evil or metal shit. Um, uh, but to do any of this, you have to spend one day reading the book. Uh, it's kind of scary, uh, and you have to make a DC wisdom save or be frightened uh, for a day. Um, so, yeah, uh, those are the effects. Uh, it's a really fucking metal book. Yeah, man! <laughs> That's so cool! And it- Speaking purely as the character, uh, Gerby is going to d- d- kill for this one. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Stuart probably wants this one pretty bad, <laughs> Everyone too. Everyone wants it. <laughs>
There is a newspaper, specifically the comic section. Oh, ho, 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 ho. So Luke has a uh, Luke has our natural one gift mm-hmm. this year. Uh, the title Maxwell previously held, uh, and uh, so here it is. It super sucks. Uh, <laughs> it is a pack of very nice, uh, uh, like the top of the line guitar picks. So uh, you said this is a natural one. Yes. Uh, but now these are very nice guitar picks. Yes, well, here's why these uh, guitar picks suck. Uh, so uh, 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 it comes with an additional thing. There is taped to the back of the pack of guitar picks a small envelope with a small note inside. Uh, and uh, that is inside the note simply says, with no names written on it at all, uh, uh, would you like to go on a date with me? Uh, and that's because Luke does not understand the rules of the white elephant, and he thought a white elephant was like a uh, um, a, a secret Santa, but you get to secretly choose who you want to give a gift to, mm-hmm. uh, which is stupid, Luke. Why would you think it's that? Uh, and so he picked out a gift purely for Agnes Hellman, who he has a crush on. Gotcha. So he has a huge crush on Agnes. Yes. And he and this gift is meant for her. It's meant for he her specifically. The rules. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He does not he does not know that and he does not know that anyone can pick it. And so I'll go ahead and say that if anyone chooses it but Agnes, he's going to melt down. He's gonna freak out. It's yeah. gonna be really bad. Uh, but I mean, as as long as there's still a chance Agnes will take it, he's going to remain mute about whether or not it's him. Gotcha. So if Agnes is still had not chosen a gift, but if like Agnes already has a gift and he the guitar picks get unveiled, it's not gonna be great. Uh, cool. So <laughs> as long as there is a chance for him to get the gift, he's gonna uh, for Agnes to get the gift, he's gonna be cool about yes, it. Yes, yeah, yeah. But at the moment that he, she can no longer get it, he's gonna freak out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. He, he's cool. an extremely sensitive soul, but he has so much hope in his heart that mm. this is going to work out. That he'll continue to act as so though everything's fine <laughs> until <laughs> until the last possible moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, awesome. And how is how is he presenting uh, this gift? This is wrapped in newspaper quite poorly. Wrapped poorly in newspaper. Uh, any particular section? Uh, uh, probably the comics section. I can't imagine he reads anything but that. In fact, I don't even know why he found a newspaper. He probably, I probably lived with his parents. Luke's, <laughs> Luke's not that there's anything wrong with that. People who live with your parents, I just say Luke. Luke doesn't have a lot of things going super right. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, awesome. So we don't have to roll for that one because it's a natural one uh, that could have a very negative impact on the group. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, uh, the, that's the uh, that's the theme for Bat Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Classic. And an envelope. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Well, this is the one uh, that I would delete because it is Stuart D. Beacons. Yay! Gift. What'd you got this year for us, buddy? Uh, so Stuart decided to go with a classic. Gift. Okay. It seemed to go over really well last it's year. It's a pony. Oh no! Everybody loved it. Uh, oh. Specifically me. Uh, I brought another Amazon gift card. Excellent. Fantasy Amazon gift card. <laughs> we really didn't think of a fantasy name for Amazon. Uh, uh, <laughs> like a Feywild gift card. Yeah, Feywild oh, gift yeah, card. I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Uh, rather than rolling to see how good it is... I just call it Underdark. Amazon doesn't deserve to be as cool as the Feywild. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to roll to see how much is on this gift card. Okay. Uh, to see how good of a gift it is. Okay. Uh, so uh, I'm going to roll three like I did last time. Okay. Because it can be a max of 30. Mm-hmm. 
that is a four. Okay. And a nine, which okay. makes 13. And another four, which is 17. And then uh, I will also roll to see how much changes on it. Okay. Because it is a used gift card. Okay. So that is a seven and six. So that is $17.76. Whoa, nice. <laughs> Interesting number. Uh, I love that. Uh, so that's $17.76 on uh-huh. a Feywild gift card. I'm Underdark. Underdark. Yeah. Underdark. Sorry, I'm not giving him Feywild. <laughs> okay, you're right. <laughs> Uh, cool. And I am going to present it in a similar fashion that I did last year. It's just in a regular old mail envelope. Do you have a, a, a cutesy picture like you did last year? Yeah, last year I had the elephant with out of its trunk. With the... can, can I uh, can I give you a suggestion for it? Please. Uh, how about a little cartoon Ben Franklin and he's flying a kite and the kite has nothing. <laughs> yeah, it has a little cartoon Ben Franklin yes. and it says 1776 on his kite yeah. and it's getting shocked and he's going, ah! And everyone thinks it's going to be for like Hamilton tickets or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh um, no, in, in this universe the uh, musical is Franklin. Yes. <laughs> Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> flying that kite again. <laughs> Mm. Uh, so, what would you like to choose? I am very intrigued by the foil and gaffer's tape. By the foil and gaffer's tape. So you go ahead and pick that. Uh, so what this is, uh, so you uh, go ahead and open it up, and it is a copy of the Portal of Time. And what that is, let me just pull Wait, up. Portal my... of Time or Porthole of Time? Portal. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> it is. Yes, I know. <laughs> uh, so, actually, why don't you go ahead and explain uh, what this is? Uh, this is. As, as we go, also, can we get a little uh, flavor about what uh, the characters are wearing to the Christmas party? Oh, yeah. Agnes, oh, what that's are you wearing? So bad. <laughs> well, the usual, but it has, like, um, I, I have a little Santa pin on. And Santa's going, like, nice. rock or <laughs> uh, um, Cool. So explain what the copy of Portal of Time is. Yes. So this is uh, the... Uh, it's the book that inspired my first album, dudes. Um, uh, it's a fantasy novel uh, with a, um, a, like, armored skeleton on the cover uh, and, like, a really a multicolored portal behind... Uh, the skeleton, and uh, it's got this, like, uh, it's clearly, like, from the 70s, uh, and it's got, like, uh, illustrated plates on the inside, uh, and it's, like, a really nice hardback first edition of it. Uh, so, uh, it's a uh, clearly, like, extremely heavy old sci-fi fantasy novel. Hell yeah. Uh, and uh, this, I, I'll, I will tell you that this novel has special effects mm-hmm. uh, to whoever owns it. So that's all you have to know about that. Uh, great. So let's go ahead, and the next person is Luke Goodboy. Uh, okay, so Luke Goodboy is wearing his typical outfit. He's like a cute little Christmas sweater on. Uh, it, it has like a reindeer on it, uh, and uh, his he you know he's he typically a mess. There's like definitely he's already spilled cocoa on his pants, uh, and um, he he is uh, he is uh, what could only be described as like uh, insanely tense. He's just like every. He's just sort of moving even more twitchily than he normally does. He's essentially skittish. Um, 
And uh, he immediately just sort of, uh, he doesn't even look at the presents. Uh, he just turns and takes the book from Agnes's hand and says, uh-huh, Sorry, listen, you gotta, you gotta pick another one, Agnes. Dude. <laughs> sorry, you gotta pick, you have to, you have to pick another one. Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, I didn't even I... think you could read. <laughs> I don't remember what there was. Oh, you're so funny, Maxwell. Thank you. Uh, so there you're was a bad boy. <laughs> there was the uh, gift wrapped in newspaper. There's a paper bag. There's a beige tarp covered in stickers. Garment box with butcher's paper and twine. A plastic bag from Rod's Rewind Rotunda. Say that five times fast. A little box with Bat Goblin wrapping paper. I'll do that one. Okay. <laughs> uh, inside that one, uh, you open it up and you find a letter opener ah. in the shape of a shuriken, which is oh, a dude. throwing star. Cool. Fuck it! <laughs> and, and, uh, and, and, and immediately, uh, Gerby Richardson jumps up onto his chair and is like, Hell yeah! Oh, high five, buddy! Yeah, you picked the right game! And uh, he, he's, uh, Gerby's Gerby. gonna be... Gerby! Gerby! Mylon's chanting, Gerby takes the shuriken from Agnes's hand and flings it at the door frame in the office. Oh, man. <laughs> yes! Uh, and, and, uh, did you try to make a roll to see how cool it is? Yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, so this is going to be a performance roll for old Gerby. Uh, for old Gerbs. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give him a point of inspiration and add it to it. <laughs> I had a three! Uh, it's a 14! <laughs> yeah. That's pretty cool! <laughs> I'd, say that it, I'd say that it doesn't like go like deep in, but it like sticks to the wall, and you can like easily take it off, but it's stuck in there. Oh, uh, uh, does it do that cool sound where it's like... No. If you listen, only Luke Goodboy can hear like the high-pitched whirl of it as it sticks in there. And Luke Goodboy is now even more tense. Oh, interesting. I will also mention that your shuriken also has special abilities for anybody who might be interested. Uh, cool. So next, we actually have our very own Gerby Richardson. Oh uh, yeah, so, so Ger- yeah, Gerby's all fired up. He goes and pulls the shuriken out, and he, he's wearing uh, his sort of standard outfit, which is sort of like a, a cardigan with like a button-up shirt underneath it, and the button-up always has some sort of little designs on it. And this time, it has a uh, 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 little Santa Claus heads on it, uh, and uh, he has like his messy black hair tied up in like a little top knot. And uh, he goes and sort of looks at all the gifts. And uh, uh, he he uh, he then immediately turns to look good boy and is like, I'm sorry, but I love to read. <laughs> he takes it, and he, Gerby craves the knowledge. Yes. Uh, so I'm Gerby takes Gerby hate, takes guys. the book. Gerby takes the book, and I believe that's the third time it's been taken. So Gerby has that. Oh. That's oh, Gerby's. Yeah. And Gerby's. Gerby sits like like cross-legged style on the floor and starts mm-hmm. reading. Gerby got it. Uh, so hey, that's, enjoy it, man. That's, Thank you. You're really gonna like it. Yeah, I'm so excited. So that's Gerby's book now, which means that Luke gets to pick a present to take. Okay. Uh, uh, Luke is drenched in sweat. <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, he he turns to Stuart and he says, um, Stuart Beacons says, mm-hmm. um, uh, hey, it's like a, do we have like a, a, a gift shuffle at the end? No. Like a, you know, like a, you know, you see. Have, a, have you never done a, have you never done a white elephant gift exchange before? I thought, um, you, uh, you pick, it's like a, it's like a secret Santa. But you decide, much like the noble elephant, well, who you want to gift to. No, it's like a super secret Santa where no one knows what they're getting. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, oh, no. And he, uh, and he, he, uh, he goes over uh, and he's like, I don't know which one to pick. Uh, and he grabs uh, the one uh, wrapped in a, a comics page. 
Uh, okay, so the newspaper comics. All right. Yeah, and uh, then uh, he uh, then he goes over to where like the drinks and food are, and uh, uh, he uh, 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 drops it into the trash can. Oh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, he takes the gift and he throws it in the trash. <laughs> he drops it into the trash can. Yes. Uh, uh, Was I'm that? I'm gonna say that he does that before he's able to open it. He doesn't open it either. He just takes it and immediately throws it away. He just oh. drops it into the trash can. Yeah. Uh, do you, does Luke continue hanging around? Uh, 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 Luke, Luke is, yeah, yeah, he, he is, uh, uh, just sort of standing in, like, the, it's, he's trying to be cool and stand near the trash can. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, okay, well, now it's Hope's turn. <laughs> yeah, and Hope has seen none of this. Yeah. Hope's been talking to Rainforest, like, most of the time, uh, and, uh, yeah, Hope, uh, he's like, all right, let's see what we're gonna get. Hmm. So there's a, like? there's a paper bag. An envelope, a recycled brown paper bag, <laughs> a burlap sack with a money sign spray painted on it, plastic bag from Rod's Rewind Rotunda. Oh, oh, oh knows which one he wants now. He's very excited, actually. He says, well, winter's coming, folks. I think we all know that, right? Yeah. He loves to give speeches. <laughs> and uh, nothing more we love during the holidays than sitting down and uh, having a little movie night. So, uh... I got out to go with uh, the person who has obviously brought some sort of movie thing and obviously has decided to, much like us, recycle their wrapping paper, folks. And so he takes the Roy's ro- ro- Rewind Rotunda <laughs> bag. Rod's Rewind Rotunda. And he opens it, and inside of it, he finds 10 VHS copies of an anime. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are they all the same anime? Yeah. <laughs> It's the same. Uh, so then uh, one particular person gets very excited about this. <laughs> uh, Maxwell is just like putting in, twiddling his fingers and go like, tell what you got. <laughs> uh, it seems to be a, please help, Takeshi no... No, it's, it's, it's listen, it's, it's Tenshi no Moyo. Great anime from the mid-90s. A lost classic. Uh, Changed the landscape of anime for both America and Japan. <laughs> very important. So, uh, when we were rolling for the goodness of this gift, uh, Brandon got a natural 20. Uh, so this is, this is an astounding gift. This is a really great gift. And we were talking about it, and we decided that now, whoever is the recipient of this gift, whoever ends with it, has a deep understanding of Maxwell, and they like truly understand him as a friend and a colleague. Just just by holding up for this brief moment, uh, <laughs> yeah. Hope immediately remembers the time when him and Maxwell got a huge fight at the courthouse, mm-hmm. and they brought up anime and introduced him to anime for the first time. And like uh, he starts crying a little bit. And he's like, <laughs> he's like Maxwell, this is beautiful, man. <laughs> hey, listen, if there's one thing that unites us all as people. It's anime. <laughs> I don't beautiful. necessarily agree, but well, gosh, I love the sentiment. I think I'm, I might also disagree with that. Like, it's really beautiful, man. Thank you. Thank you. Just a little uh, fist bump then, too. Yeah. <laughs> Stuart. Yeah. Uh, cool. So now it's my character's turn, and uh, I honestly cannot remember what is in any of these. Um, Good. All right. Uh, now it is uh, my turn. And so let me try. Let me think about what I want to get because part of me wants that shuriken. No, it doesn't. Uh, well, he, he does, but at mean? the same time, he's like, hmm, paper mail? I don't know about that. I am afraid of Agnes. <laughs> I am afraid she'll murder me if I steal from her. She has the weapon for it, too. So. Um, Jeez, am I gonna just be awful and take my own gift again? <laughs> it does. God. It sounds about right. Yeah, right? 
<laughs> I'm sensing a theme. Uh, he just really likes his gift. Um, uh, I think I will take it. I'm going to take my own gift. Uh, because I'm a true monster. Piece of shit. And I think so, you have to roll for deception as you open it. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> what is this? Who got this one? No, I think, I think everyone will know exactly what it is as soon as I open it. So I pick an envelope. And inside of the envelope, I uh, I find, much to my very much surprise, that there is a Underdark gift card, which is the fantasy uh, version of an online uh, store. That um, we will not name on this podcast. <laughs> um, and uh, there's a, like a little card attached to it. And, atta- and drawn on the card is a little picture of Benjamin Franklin. And he is holding a uh, a kite in the air, and there is uh, lightning hitting it, and it's shocking him. And on the kite is right is written seventeen point seven six. Wow, that's cute. So it's a gift card uh, for seventeen dollars and seventy six cents, <laughs> which you can use to buy a magical item. Oh, oh. damn, seventeen dollars, man, and seventy six cents. All right. I mean, if you run that up, that's Listen, it, it was $29 last year. <laughs> now, 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 in, now, in everyone's defense, it was a $30 maximum. Thank you, Starp, you handsome prince. <laughs> God bless you. Uh, cool. Uh, so now it is uh, Stuart Skellington's turn. Ooh. Uh, okay. It's, it's so difficult. Uh, I think... I think Stuart's gonna go for the uh, the one with the stickers on it. The tarp with the stickers. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> so uh, you pick up this item yeah. and you open it, and inside of it you find a small sculpture of uh, the main adventurers group. So it's Broob, Hope, uh, Agnes, and uh, Maxwell and Stuart. And it has been crafted out of over 200 mundane items. Oh. Because I know who that is. A, because a certain, <laughs> a certain broom. <laughs> a certain broom. <laughs> but which broom is it? <laughs> a certain one. Uh, has Broom can take one mundane item out of Clorge's bill every day. And that meant, means she spent 200 days pulling a different mundane item out. So she could build this sculpture. This would be a real shame if she rolled a one. Um, and so I do happen to remember uh, that this uh, gift is very good. Oh, you are yeah. you are impressed by this gift. The artistry in it is astounding. Uh, what what size is it roughly? Um, it's it's- Pretty big, because the mundane <laughs> items, the mundane items, uh, I have some of the ones I have listed here are like Tupperware lids and rope. So, um, <laughs> <Dear> God, <laughs> those so are pretty mundane. It's like I would say, like about just half the half size, half size to the actual okay, people. I got it, half I got size it. of each of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Damn, so. bro. Maybe that's too big. Maybe a quarter size. <laughs> cool. Cool. Uh, so I, it's like an Iwo Jima statue. <laughs> is, is this for when we all die? <laughs> well, it might uh, come in handy then, but that wasn't what I was thinking. I I think Stuart goes like, man, where where am I gonna put this? <laughs> this is like needs needs some place like really cool to go, but like where? I don't know where I'm gonna fit it. 
I have to think about this. <laughs> uh, and he just sort of like sits deep in thought. <laughs> just two hands together right under his chin. Exactly. <laughs> um, awesome. It is now Rainforest's turn. Okay, cool. Um, I think that I want to get... Um, Honestly, I just kind of want to figure out what the burlap sack with a money sign that's yeah. written on it is all about. Not that I really care about material wealth, but I'm sort, of, sort of curious. Cool. Maybe uh, it's a parody of money. Yeah. So Which you... is hilarious. <laughs> so you take this burlap sack that has a money sign spray painted on it. Sprainted. As old is it spray painted on, though? Is it like precise? It was sprainted. Sprainted. I would say that it's not. I would say that it's not particularly precise. It was basically just a black black can of spray paint that they just wrote an S. And then drew a line through. Did, did the person who packed this do that, or was it local teens deface the gift? <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of local teens busted in and defaced the gift. Wait, these local teens, how small were their faces? <laughs> oh, revenge! Um, so, Rainforest, you open this burlap sack, and inside of it, uh, you find that there's a bunch of hay. Okay. And then when you move the hay out of the way, you find a jar of homemade barbecue sauce. What? Wow. And uh, so your curiosity gets the better of you. And you kind of pop it open. Okay. And you stick a finger in. Oh. And you take a taste. And then I stick my finger in the air. <laughs> and, then, and then you get on your pirate ship. Uh, so you take a taste. The treasure's this way. And uh, you take a taste of it, and the first flavor is so nauseatingly sweet oh, no. that it makes you feel ill. And then that like kind of subsides, and then after like another moment. It feels like your entire face is on fire. Oh, it feels God. like you just ate, like like someone just poured lava down your throat. And uh, so now what we need to do is, uh, do you, so you don't like it. It's okay. not good. Okay. It's not great. Good, eh? And so Agnes is sitting there watching you uh, try it. <laughs> And so now what I need you to do is I need you guys to, uh, I need you to roll for deception, and I need you, Agnes, to roll for insight. And what what do I use for that? That's uh, a big boy. Okay, big boy. I got a 10. You got a 17, and you got a 10. Uh-oh. Uh, okay, so Agnes can tell that you really don't like it. Oh. Oh, no. Uh, so uh, you both take... Uh, so I'm gonna roll a d6. Uh, you both take one damage, embarrassment damage. Uh, and now all of us, we also have to roll. Oh no. And if anyone beats a 17. Uh oh. Oh, I did not. Should I add anything to this? Uh, it's your uh, insight check. Okay. Stark just loudly announces, uh, I'm gonna go get a drink. Does anyone else want one? 
Uh, he gets a four. As he loudly announces that, uh, did you? What did you get? A four. Okay, so as he loudly announces that, he cringes, <laughs> and you take one embarrassment damage. Amazing. I got a, I got a three, so I'm like, I'm a little parched too. <laughs> and, and you're like, you're like going like, nom, nom. <laughs> you, terrible mouth. No, like trying to pretend no. that you're like, mm, no. I'm also thirsty. <laughs> so, it slowly turns into a kiss sound, just. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that that sounds good. I think I think we should all like take a little like break. Maybe we should all start drinking. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like everybody takes one embarrassment damage. Yeah. 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 Gerby, Gerby just tries to act like he's reading. Uh, Luke kind of like leans uh, <coughs> casually against the trash can a little more. Uh, the only person who doesn't is Stuart, who's going gay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he rolled surprisingly well. <laughs> Um, cool. So, next is Maxwell. Oh, Maxwell, he hates Luke, so he's gonna go take his present. <laughs> You're taking the present out of the garbage? Yeah. Uh, like... uh, Luke is going to try to, uh, physically block you. Oh, that's real cute. Um, uh, so, uh, his strength check. Okay. It's not great, so... Uh, whoa! Oh. Out of nowhere, look, it's a 19. Oh, no, I have, no, that's a 16. So he's like, he's like, Maxwell, no! <laughs> <laughs> for, for once in Maxwell's life, he uh, feels a, a deep respect for Luke. <laughs> and it is, it is alarming You, you can see he one of his hands it. reaching for, like, a, yeah. a bottle on the counter. <laughs> uh, I would like to do in, an intimidation check against uh, Luke right now. Oh, no, he's enforcing the rules! Yes! <laughs> Uh, so I should, what do I have to make the, um, uh, what, what would you normally use against I, an intimidation? I, I guess I'd probably use, like, uh... Constitution? In, yeah, or, or um, insight, maybe? Yeah. Uh, wisdom, yeah, so, yeah. Wisdom. Wisdom, yeah. That's um. Alright. Oh, God. Ooh, that's just a 12 for me. Uh-oh, what'd you get? I got a 7. I got a 5. Okay, so I look at Luke and I say, You're not playing the game right! <laughs> You have to let him take it! You have to! <laughs> and he's just like, oh, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to... And I push I, Luke out of the way, it's, and I... It's, and it's I, my I, gift, it's very important to me, it's a family heirloom, I just pack it! And I, and I grab the gift out of the trash can, I push Luke again, and I hand it to this Maxwell, is, and I go, happy holidays. I'm like, this is the greatest Christmas ever. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, you take this uh, small box... Uh, and, and it's it's wrapped in newspaper, specifically the comic section, and in it uh, you find that it is a box of very nice guitar picks, and on the back of it there is an envelope. Oh my goodness! Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> this is so awkward. <laughs> uh oh. Uh, well, I'm gonna open up that envelope. Uh, you open it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh no! So Luke, Luke suddenly changes stories. Like, who got this gift? Who's, whose gift is this? I don't know whose gift this is, guys. So you open the envelope. <laughs> Excuse me, <clears throat> I need to read this out loud real quick. <laughs> and you and you read uh, what it says on the card, and it says Luke throws a bottle. Mm-hmm. Luke throws a bottle. He throws a bottle that's on the counter across the room. Okay, uh, give me a... Uh, he, he saw Gerby do it, and he thinks maybe that would be a good idea. I'm trying to think, would that be a uh, dexterity check to see if you hit anybody? Uh, okay. Well, he's not aiming for anybody. Oh, let's do a strength check to see if it breaks. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, it doesn't just, matter. Just hey, the longest. Ding. 
I guess, guess, guess what, everybody? I finally got around to make a stat block for Luke, and uh, it's not. Great. He might as well not even have one. <laughs> uh, that, is a, that is a three. Okay, so he uh, he goes to throw a bottle, and he just drops it, um, and it and it just kind of spills uh, a whole bunch of uh, coke on the floor. Fantasy coke. Oh, it was a plastic bottle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and and, and uh, Stuart just looks at him with the most menacing, terrifying eyes he's ever seen in his life. Party! And he says, Happy Holidays. <laughs> yeah! Read the card, no. Maxwell. Ooh, do, do I get to read it out loud? Uh, uh, I'll tell you what it says. Okay. Uh, the card says, Would you like to go on a date with me? Oh. What do you say, Maxwell? Would you like to go on a date with me, Luke? I didn't even realize you had feelings for Maxwell. That's great. That's great, fella. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that was it. I, uh, um, uh, Stuart is now terrified <laughs> and, and also horrifyingly angry at Luke because he's like, "You've ruined this." <laughs> Hope has started drinking. Very heavily. I feel like uh, <laughs> he's refilling the cup. Yeah, well, yeah. Playing to Maxwell's, uh, uh, playing to Maxwell's background, he is really just—he's relishing this. He's like, "Hmm, guitar picks. Who who likes playing guitar here? Let's see. We got. Oh, we there's got. two people. Uh, Stuart is now just like like. Oh, there's there's a couple people. Yeah, Agnes, I didn't know Agnes plays the guitar. Agnes uh, Hope oh. plays the mandolin. I did play the mandolin. Maybe uh, Starp, you probably do. I've been known to pluck a tune or two. Oh, well, you play drums, right? It's, it's true. I, I do play drums. Uh, no, that's right. You know, I've heard about that using the pick on drums a new technique. It's pretty cool. Uh, Plus, it could just be like a date, like exactly. a like a hey, let's just hang out kind of thing. Uh, Gerby like flops backwards from his sitting position, looks at you all like on the floor, is like Gerby's been thinking about learning the bass. <laughs> oh, maybe this card was for Gerby to go on a date with Luke. That's what we're all thinking. Gerby stands up and he sort of straightens himself and it's like, maybe it would be best if we all assumed the date was meant for anyone. Sure, <laughs> sure it was. Okay, and he sure. looks at Lynn, he looks at Luke, he's like, right, dude? Um, so, I'm kind of, so I kind of am just, Stuart's just kind of like, it could be for anyone. And then he looks back at Luke and he says, it's your turn to choose a gift. <laughs> and, if, and unfortunately... Part of the rules is you cannot steal your gift back. Oh, okay. Well, thanks for explaining the rules to me now. <laughs> well, you didn't, didn't seem to understand it all in the first place. Well, maybe if you had sent a little less long of an email, we could all read it. <laughs> <laughs> Give us the bullet points next time, man. Pick a gift, Luke. <laughs> What's left? Uh, there is a recycled brown paper bag, a paper bag, and a <laughs> garment box wrapped in butcher's paper and twine. Uh, you can also take... The plastic bag from Rod's Rotunda. Mm. You can take the statue, uh, and you can take the shuriken or the uh, barbecue sauce. <laughs> uh, he, he gets so sweaty. <laughs> Just he's he's drenched in sweat as as he mulls. Uh, I I am going to uh, I'm going to roll this dice and see <coughs> if he can stop himself from what he's about to do. Oh, buddy. He he chokes back the urge, looks at Agnes for a second, and then takes one of the brown paper bags. Uh, which one would you like? Uh, the pa I, paper. Uh, there is 
Oh, no. There's oh. one with uh, three X's drawn on it. Oh, that one. And one that, that one. Okay. <laughs> uh, so he takes a... And uh, he says, look, X marks the spot, everybody. <laughs> there it is. Like Thanks, Brew. <laughs> so he takes a very large paper uh, bag, the, uh, and he it's stapled at the top, and there are three X's drawn on it. So he opens it up, and inside you find a six-pack of homebrewed beer. Oh, um, hell yeah. And on, on the beer, each of them has a label on it that says Hoffman Brow. <laughs> and on the label, there is also a busty centaur who, is, who has a morning star above their head. <laughs> and, and how immediately says, uh, Rainforest through that. And then you... Give in to the to your baser instincts, and you want to give it a try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, immediately, uh, uh, Hope Hope says, "Try it, man. You gotta try it. Give it a try." We, I did much better this year. <laughs> uh, and he says, and he also he explains. He says, "Also, I had a little bit of help. My buddies got into it, so uh, me and Joni made it." Oh, uh, mm-hmm. And he's like, he's gonna want to see this, and he dials on his phone, and immediately is now FaceTiming with <laughs> Joni Hoffman, the CEO of NBC Inc. <laughs> and he points it right at uh, Luke, and Luke uh, looks at the beer, and he takes like a, his, uh, 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 Gerby offers him a, a bottle opener, which Gerby would have in his pocket, and he uh, so cool. he pops off two caps of beers. And starts drinking two beers at once. Derby does? Uh, no, uh, Luke does. Luke does. Very quickly. Oh. <laughs> uh, so he starts chugging these two beers. And then he, he finishes those two and goes for a third. Is this the um, episode Luke dies? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, would you roll me a constitution check? Okay. Uh, to see how you feel about it? Okay. Uh, he got an 11. He got an 11? Uh, I'll say that with an 11... I, I think he should roll disadvantage because he's chugging. Oh them. yeah, because he's chugging three of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, that one that one was a six. Okay, with an eleven, you might have done better. What up? Uh, I, I was gonna try and stop Luke from doing the third one. Uh, so so I I think like Stuart's seen enough of this uh, like in his line of work. Uh, so so I think like Stuart like tries to stop. Luke from grabbing the third one. How do you stop him? Do you, like, try to grab it yourself, or do you just go, whoa there, buddy? Uh, I, I think, like, first he goes, whoa there, buddy, uh, and I guess let's try and resolve that first, and then we'll see what he does. Okay, <laughs> uh, would you do an intimidation check? Yeah, for sure. And you do wisdom? Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, whoops. <laughs> um, <laughs> Surprisingly, uh, Luke is not very wise. <laughs> Alright. Uh, that's gonna be a 12. You got six. Right. Oh, sorry, nine. I missed the line. Okay, so uh, you do. Uh, Luke goes for the third one, and as he does, uh, Stuart Skellington just kind of like peers over him, and and, and what do you say to him? Uh, he says, "You've had enough, there, buddy." <laughs> and uh, 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 Jody Hoffman's on the phone now, and he's like, he's like, "Hey, everybody, nice to see everyone." Uh, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. Um, so you, for the first two beers, uh, you rolled, uh, twice, and the second one was a six, correct? Yeah. So the first one I think was an 11, and with that one I would have said that you just kind of grimaced a little bit, and you could have played it off as just being like, it's very strong. Uh, this one, you told me it was, it was, it had a lot of hops in it. Yeah, it's a, so it's, 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 a it's kind of like an IPA. So this, this, the flavor of it coats your mouth, and you go like, Ugh! 
<laughs> right at Joni. Oh no! <laughs> and and Hope tra- Hope's like, well, we're getting a little better at it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's drinkable. I like it. Uh, and then Stuart goes over and he says, "I'm sure it's great." And he grabs one as well. And, uh, and uh, the moment uh, Stuart grabs one, Luke dashes away, holding the remaining three. Uh, and a he, or two. So I pop one open, and I go, I can't wait. And let's see how I do. The constitution saving trick. Um, <laughs> that was dirty. Oh, that was also dirty. I'll say. Oh, that's a natural there 40. We go. <laughs> All right. It's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> I, I, I would say that I get advantage because I'm so absurdly yeah. stressed Wait, out. Sure. It, I think a natural 20 on a drink just means you become an alcoholic, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> just, uh, so means you can never get drunk. You're like fucking Captain America. Oh, so yeah. Stuart, Stuart chugs it and he goes, oh, that's actually pretty good. And, 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 Joe, and Joe's like, yes! Awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah! Thanks, man. I know I needed to hear that. And uh, you can see on the he's got like ideas for new businesses on his board. Here. And he says, uh, Hoffman Brewery and sort of underlines it. He's like, this is going to be a good year for us, folks. All right. Thanks for stopping in, Joni. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, don't let Luke puke in my hallway. Well, well, Too late. <laughs> um, and with that, it is now Broob's turn. <gasps> oh my gosh. Okay. And uh, so here's the things you can still choose from. Uh, there is a paper bag. There is also a garment box wrapped in butcher's paper and twine. You can take the barbecue sauce. You can take the shuriken. Um, you can take the statue. Nice. Um, and you can also take the you can take the box of picks. And you can take the plastic bag full of VHS tapes. Oh man, this is so stressful. Um, okay, I think Rube will open the, the garment box with the twine and the butcher's Okay, paper. so you open the garment box wrapped in butcher's paper and twine. And within it, you find a very warm knitted sweater. Aww. Aww. Uh, oh my gosh. And, uh, would you would you yes. get some flavor on it? So so Starp lights up as soon as you open this, because <laughs> uh, it is a it, it is a, a red and brown striped sweater with a big uh, a yellow star in the center of it. <gasps> wow. says, oh, oh, wonderful! I've been waiting I've been waiting the whole time for someone to open it up. Uh, so the missus and I a little bit about us. We did just buy a sheep farm, uh, so we've got all this wool, and I was thinking to myself. Starp, what do you what do you do with all this wool? And what the answer do you do? was, you take up knitting. You know, I'm sorry. It's just it's just what you do. Uh, and uh, gosh, and so we 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 shear the sheep ourselves. We dye it ourselves. I've been I've been knitting up a storm, and this is the the, the first thing I've made that I really I really feel pretty good about. So I hope you enjoy. Oh my gosh. Okay, Brood puts it on immediately. It's probably I'm guessing a little too big for her. It fits perfectly. Oh my god! Okay. Yeah, it fits perfectly. It's the most comfortable sweater you've ever worn in your life. Wow, okay. Uh, and then I guess she just falls asleep. Gerby <laughs> 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 sitting, like, sitting cross like next to her reading to her from the portal of time. Oh god, don't do that. Yeah, that's um, a bad idea. Uh, awesome. So as Broob dozes off, we get to our last person who gets to choose. 
And I'm assuming that Starp probably rolled a natural 20, uh, but he was just like, you know what, everyone else, you go ahead mm-hmm. first. I'll, I'll take the last one, I'm sure they're all great. And uh, so you can either take any of the items that are out on the board, except for uh, the, the, portal, the, p- the copy of Portal sure. Time, or you can take the last item that's left, which is just a paper bag. Just a paper bag. Just a paper bag. Um, he was so here's here's a little look into here's a little look into what Stark oh. was thinking. Start he was day. he was prepared to just take whatever gift he was. That's just how he goes. Until <gasps> he saw Tenchi Muyo was on the table. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so he saunters up to Hope and is like, Hope. I'm sorry, buddy. It's just the name of the game. Hey, man, can we watch them together sometime? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, I have yeah, a real movie night at Starp's house. <laughs> I don't even have a VHS player. I, uh, I just had to go thrifting for one. Yeah, my, the missus and I met it at an anime convention. She was dressed up as Ryoko. I was dressed up as Washi, oh the creator. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Is Starp also a huge anime head? No, I'm just... Which of his five heads is the anime I just, head? I just have a big aficionado for bossy women with... With big hair, I don't know. <laughs> it's the mid-90s, man. Uh, so you take the uh, the copies of the VHS. Thank you. Um, and so now, Hope, you get to choose. You can either steal from somebody, or you can take the paper bag on the table. Hmm, that's true. Um, uh, what's everyone got? Uh, we've got some barbecue sauce. We've got the shuriken. Mm. Uh, we've got the box of picks. Personal shame, if you will. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's the uh, there's the sculpture. Uh, there's my uh, gift card, and there's also the uh, the knitted sweater. Oh, the knitted sweater. That you can oh. steal oh, yeah. off the <laughs> sleeping Pull off a sleeping person. Uh, uh, yeah, I'd uh, say the beer's technically off the table, too. Yeah, the, beer, yeah, I mean, the, the beer's, beer's gone. gone. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> Plus, I got like a whole case in the back of my house. Uh, uh, I think, uh, I think uh, what uh, uh, Hope would most want uh, is... Uh, he, he, he wants the sculpture of the group yeah. to put in his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, you may not have a place to put it in the bone zone, but I got a place to put it in my bone zone. <laughs> Wait, oh no, anyway. I don't like that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, we have never had sex in the office. I, I, don't know. I, was, I was trying to be, I'm sorry, I, I probably should have chosen a different term. My home zone. Home oh, zone? Home oh, zone. Home zone. zone. There we go. <laughs> uh, so he takes that uh, and... Uh, and now oh, it's yeah. uh, Stuart's turn, Stuart Skellington's turn to choose. Yeah. Uh, so there's the paper bag on the table and yeah. there's any of the items on the board. Okay. Uh... He, he, he's standing next to the statue, he puts his head on his own head. He's like, <laughs> look, that's how much it feels sitting next to me, right? <laughs> Honestly, it, it was... It was meant to end up with you, dude. It would have been weird if you had it. It would have been pretty weird, yeah. <laughs> would have made all the other bar patrons jealous. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking about like putting it right beneath the poster, but like it just kind of ruins the vibe. Yeah. <laughs> Stuart, it's your turn! I'm so sorry. All right. Uh, so I, I think uh, Stuart is just like, uh, has has enjoyed being invited to this whole thing uh, and is it doesn't have anything like particularly attached to like any of the gifts. Uh, but has, you know, honestly, just like the real gift has been like hanging out with all you guys. Like, it's just like so nice. Uh, Stuart, that's not a real gift. You know how the rules I'll take the paper bag, all right? You take the paper bag. <laughs> okay. Uh, you open up the paper bag, and inside of that paper bag is a piece of paper with a URL written down on it. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Oh, no. Uh, and then, uh, would you like to explain what it is? Um, it's a URL to an ebook about plogging. Plogging is this 
um, activity that was invented in the Netherlands where you go for a jog and pick up litter at the <laughs> same time. Um, and honestly, people forget that when it comes to sustainability, reduce is the first word in reduce, reuse, recycle. That's why I didn't give you a physical item. Instead, I recycled a bag and a piece of paper and a piece of paper and a receipt from a time I went to the grocery store and forgot to bring my own tote, and that's what the bag is from. So basically, um, I hope you take up plogging. It's something me and Hope have been doing together. It's real um, fun. It's, it's real fun. We, we clean thank up you. the streets. Uh, Rainforest, thank you. So uh, I don't, Hope I don't, reaches inside his pocket. He has like a bunch of like wrappers and cigarette butts in it. Uh, <laughs> honestly, if it comes to habit. Before, <laughs> before you say thank you, I am going to point out that this is a very bad game. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, why don't you do a uh, deception check? And you're going to do an insight check. Yeah. <laughs> Bad news already. I'm so glad that Stuart gave that speech before he opened it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You all are, uh, you really show me the meaning of Christmas friendship. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, that's gonna be bad. Oh, no. Uh, it's a, oh, shoot, uh, it's a 27. <laughs> a 27? Yeah, he gets a lit. plus 9 insight. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, you got a 12. So, you, she thinks you love it. You really, you really pay off, play off showing that you're, you're loving it. Yeah. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Even I, I think I might have rolled the wrong one, actually. Uh, let me let me do that again, because I rolled insight instead of deception. Oh, yeah, you're right. You do deception. And this is a pretty bad gift, and I, I want to play this out. So, uh, that's all better. Uh, that's a nine instead. That's a nine? <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, so you do not play it off. Yeah. Uh, she can tell that you hate this gift. Oh. Yeah. Um, so, what do you do to... What do you say when you open it up? Uh, so, so I after think, she explains, after she goes through this whole explanation, what do you do? I think Stuart like stares this whole and time. And remember, you are also her boss. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I think Stuart like just sort of silently stares at it while she's giving the explanation. Like doesn't even really like listen <laughs> uh, to her, uh, and goes, "Thanks, Rainforest." Um, oh no! Look, I'm. I'll just, um, it's been, it's been great hanging out with you guys, uh, and, like, great times, uh, enjoy, enjoy the drinks, um, uh, and he's gonna catch, uh, cast Plane Shift, uh, to get himself out of there. <laughs> uh, uh, so, uh, the way that works is that, like, there's just, like, a, an enormous portal that opens and he jumps into it. <laughs> You just, like, pull, like, a hole out of a bag and jump in? <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, he disappears into uh, Gerby's book. Yeah. Uh, uh, let, me, let me just check this out one more time just to make sure that I... I feel I, like I we find out his backstory now is that his parents were killed by jogging in trash. <laughs> his parents were jogging and they tripped they over, like, a plastic <laughs> bottle and fell into a lake and drowned. They always went through night jogs in the landfill. <laughs> they fell into a trash Only bag they loved. Yeah. Uh, so, so... Uh, this, this whole time, so, uh, Stuart, to the, to the party, he wore, like, a, a Christmas sweater. Instead of, like, reindeers running across it, it was, uh, uh, Slepnir, like, Odin's oh. horse from Norse mythology. Uh, you got a lot of legs. Fucking yeah. metal, dude. Uh, and, uh, and, but he was, like, wearing the classic denim jacket over it. And I think what he does is he takes the denim jacket off, and he's got, like, a big back patch, uh, with, like, this, like, uh, fantasy, like, 
necro scene on it. And I think he just steps into his own backpack. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then that just slowly like yeah, disappears exactly. and he's and just we, gone. We, we all turn like, we're what a mysterious guy. Huh? <laughs> uh, you take one embarrassment damage. Uh, everyone else, uh, roll for insight. Damn. Uh, five. <laughs> five. You take one embarrassment damage. Uh, uh, Hope got a three. Uh, one embarrassment damage. <laughs> you are blissfully unaware. You're just focused on him jumping into his jacket, and you're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Gerby got, got an 11. Uh, Gerby also takes one. I got an 11, too. One. Brube also got an 11. Me and Gerby feel the same emotions, so, exactly. <laughs> so I guess Brube just, like, has a nightmare about plogging. She's <laughs> um, uh, being chased by her own mundane objects monsters. <laughs> uh, and I got I got a 16, so I'm also fine. So we're both just, like, watching you go into your backpatch. It's going, hell yeah, dude! <laughs> See ya! He, like, flashes, like, one last, like, all right. And, 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 and Hope wants to say to, uh, he wants to, uh, uh, cast Healing Word on Rainforest and be like, it's all right, honey. I think, like, I think he got the idea. <laughs> oh, Thanks. that's Thanks, very sweet. Um, I am embarrassed. And then, uh, so that actually, that's all the gifts. Uh, so. And then Luke Goodboy stumbles back into the break room. Oh. <laughs> having gun. finished all of the beers, oh, except for no. the two that were taken from him. So he's four beers deep. And he's like a, a Jack Russell Terrier sized man. And <laughs> or kind of man. And I just go, oh, hey, Luke. I, he's like, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Happy Christmas. holidays. And he's, Happy holidays. he's teetering. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, and uh, 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 he falls down. <laughs> yeah, he just, he just passes out. And so then I like turn back to the whole group and I go, Happy holidays to each and every one of us. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that wraps it up. <laughs> we did it. We did it, you guys. We did we did it. It. Uh, thank you guys so much for uh, listening. Uh, we are going to uh, anyone who are regular players. If you guys got a cool item, we'll go next time we play. We'll go into greater detail as to what those items do because some of them have some pretty cool effects. So hold on to them. Hold on to those, folks. Um, Otherwise, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much uh, to all of our guest players this week. Yay, thanks for coming. Um, and yeah, I think that's it. So let me take you guys out with a uh, remember to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you find this podcast. It really helps us and helps awesome people like you find and enjoy this podcast just as much as you do. So please, 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 for this holiday season, do, give us all a big present and at least rate and review. Those help us out so much, you guys. Be a real Christmas. All I want for Christmas is rates and reviews. Rates and reviews. So please, please, please do that. Uh, make sure you are following us on all of our social media. I just relaunched the Instagram page, so uh, Ooh, make sure you're nice. checking that out because we've got a bunch of great artwork by Sadie Landcrete um, and some other stuff that's been drawn by uh, some of our uh, performers as well, Brandon and Maiden, they've made some stuff for us, so make sure you're checking that out, uh, and make sure you're also looking at, uh, Machine Culture Collective. They have a bunch of great podcasts that you guys should be listening to as well. They're all really great, and I think that's it, so happy holidays, everybody! Bye! This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture.
you ever found yourself having sexual thoughts about Mothra? Have you ever found yourself with a Godzilla body pillow late at night? Have you ever understood the love of a giant monster has for destroying a major city? Possibly Tokyo. It's it's always Tokyo. It's always Tokyo. Well, guys, good news. There's the podcast for you, you little sex fiend. That's right, the Pazuki Podcast. It's all about kaiju, big monster movies. And we have on special guests like, who knows, maybe even John Torres. Hey, that's me. Well, tune into Machine Culture and download Pazuki wherever you find your podcast. And then, come hard. <laughs> it's a blast! <laughs> that was actually pretty fucking good. <laughs> <laughs>